to be, God doesn't want us to be afraid to be deceived. No, 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 no. That's not the spirit of this. If we're afraid that we're going to get deceived, then we might be deceived because fear doesn't come from God. It clouds our thinking. It causes us to do irrational things. So we do not need to be afraid. This is Jennifer LeClaire, and this is Praying the News. On today's broadcast, I'm going to equip you to discern false watchmen. This came from a deeper teaching that I did called Walking in the Watchman Anointing. You can find that at schoolofthespirit.tv. I hope you enjoy this equipping. Remember, keep praying the news. Let's get into today's message. It's on false watchmen. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. It's ominous, isn't it? Listen, the enemy always counterfeits everything God does, right? So if there's real watchmen and there are, then there must be false watchmen and there are. So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to go a little bit deep and we're going to do an activation and then I'm going to pray for you today. Let me read you a story. It's a familiar story to you. Let's get into it. There was once a young shepherd boy who tended his sheep at the foot of a mountain near a dark forest. It was a rather lonely for time for him all day, so he thought up a plan by which he could get a little company and some excitement. He rushed down the village crying out, Wolf! Wolf! And the villagers came out to meet him, and some of them stopped with him for a considerable time. This pleased the boy so much that a few days afterward, he tried the same trick. And again, the villagers came to his help. But shortly after this, a real wolf actually did come from out of the forest and began to strangle the sheep. And the boy, of course, cried out, wolf, wolf, still louder than before. But this time, the villagers who had been fooled twice before thought the boy was again deceiving them and nobody stirred to come to his help. So the wolf made a good meal off the boy's flock. And when the boy complained, the wise man of the village said, a liar will not be believed even when he speaks the truth. You know the story. It's one of Aesop's fables, the boy who cried wolf, right? And so there's a lot of truth in this though, and it serves as a very strong illustration to the false watchman message that I'm going to share with you today. Because with the rise, and God is raising up watchmen left and right right now. God, has, he's got like a like a spotlight on the watchmen right now. God is raising up watchmen from all walks of life. And so you better believe that the enemy is going to try to sneak in unaware. And when people begin to see how popular the watchman is, what's going to happen? The false are going to say, oh, there's an opportunity here. I can get some limelight here. I can get some attention here. And they're going to jump on that bandwagon. The problem is you'll see we can spot them and we're going to root them out. We're not going to let them fool us. We're not going to fall for the wolf trick. We're going to discern it and we're going to shun it. Amen. Somebody say discern and shun. That's right. We're not going to fall for that stuff. So here's the thing. I'd be doing you a disservice if we didn't talk about this today. We really, really understand this part of it. Um, not everyone who cries wolf, not everybody who releases a word of warning does so with purity or accuracy. Not everybody is motivated properly. We have to understand that. Some watchmen, they're just mature, immature in the ministry. They just, they, they, so, so some people, they make mistakes because they're immature, because they're presumptuous, uh, because they, and then they release fear on the body of Christ. We've seen this. We've seen a warnings come from different ones that went viral on the internet and they never happened. 
Never happened. Why? Because it didn't come from God. God didn't tell them to say it. They had some weird dream. They didn't judge the source of it. It was a second heaven dream. And therefore, it was they were seeing the enemy's plans. And instead of emboldening people to intercede, they scared the body of Christ half to death. And everyone's running out buying food and guns and toilet paper and going to live up in a mountain somewhere. That's not helpful. It's not helpful. Somebody say it's not helpful. It's not helpful. Others are just presumptuous. Some watchmen, they're not false. But they're presumptuous. They over they overstep their bounds of authority, and then they bring confusion. Right. So we don't want to be presumptuous. We want to stay in our realm of authority. We don't want to step out to a place God has not called us to. Because when we step out in a place we're not called to step in, there's no grace. There's no anointing for it. And then we end up saying things in His name that are not coming from His heart, and that's dangerous. Still doesn't still doesn't make you a false watchman. The false watchmen are just altogether false. The false watchmen are setting out to deceive. That's the difference. The immature watchmen, they just make mistakes. The presumptuous watchmen, they're just a little too big for their britches, as my grandmother used to say. But the false watchmen, they're setting out to, they're just making stuff up. They're just trying to get your attention, but they're not speaking the truth. So as far back, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are in this place and you are the ultimate watchman. We ask you today to help us see the fruit of the false watchman so clearly that when we hear the sound of a warning that's not coming from your heart through the mouth of one of these pretenders, we will discern it quickly and we will not give ear to it, but rather we will press in to hear what your spirit is really saying to the church. Give us ears to hear today, eyes to see today, and a heart to understand today in Jesus' name. Amen. After Chuck Pierce prophesied a new Watchmen movement, we saw a new generation of Watchmen arising. Now, they need to get equipped. If you want to understand the times and seasons, if if you're tired of getting blindsided by the enemy, if Jesus' words, watch and pray, inspire you, this is for you. While many people reject Watchmen, God is putting a spotlight on this critical ministry of both warning and hope. I'm sharing scriptural revelation and practical experience over two decades of standing in the office of a watchman in the nations. You will learn how to operate in this ministry to see what the enemy is doing and announce the coming of the king. You're going to learn the critical role of the watchman, how to discern if you're being called as a watchman, protocols for releasing words of warning paired with words of hope, practical prayers, exercises, and activations for operating as a watchman, and so much more. Pick up your copy of The Making of a Watchman by Jennifer LeClaire today. As far back as Isaiah's day, I mean, that was thousands of years ago, right? As far back as Isaiah's day, God was warning his people about false watchmen. This is not a new phenomenon. This is not something I've made up. This is in the word of God. Here we see in Isaiah 56, 10 and 11, a strong indictment against poser watchmen. They're posers, they're pretenders, they're phonies, they're fakes, they're counterfeits. Here's what the word of God says. His watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, 
loving to slumber. Yes, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds who cannot understand. And they look to their own way, everyone for his own gain from his own territory. This is a picture of the false watchmen. So we're going to break down these verses today because it just gives you the whole pattern. It just breaks it right down step by step what a false watchman look like. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to judge based on our uh, instincts or on our uh, observations externally. Here the Bible gives us a list of what the false watchman looks like. So the Bible, first of all, warns over and over and over again about the faults. Over, you cannot read a book in the New Testament where there is not a warning, either don't be deceived, or here's a false teacher, here's a false apostle, here's a false prophet. This lady today sent an email to the office, and throughout this whole series, we've not talked about anything false. We've been talking about the watchman ministry, yes? It's been like 18, 19 weeks, and we've been talking about watching and praying and how to watch and how to pray. And this lady sends an email today, oh, you just see a devil behind every doorknob. You just, everything, it's always demons, it's always always demons. It's always, what are you going to talk about next? False Christs? And I thought to myself, that'd be a pretty good lesson, actually. Thank you very much, right? Because, you know, what? I didn't see a demon behind every doorknob, but I saw a demon behind that email for sure. <laughs> Shava, I did. Matthew 24, verse 4, Jesus said, take heed that no one deceives you. That means be careful. It doesn't mean be afraid. We don't have to be, God doesn't want us to be afraid to be deceived. No, 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 no. That's not the spirit of this. If we're afraid that we're going to get deceived, then we might be deceived because fear doesn't come from God. It clouds our thinking. It causes us to do irrational things. So we do not need to be afraid, right? We need to discern. We need to be aware, right? I'm not afraid to cross the street in the middle of New York City, but you better believe I'm going to look both ways. You know what I'm saying? I'm not afraid, but I am aware. And that is the difference here. We need to pay attention to the spirit behind the words that people are speaking. It can sound good, doesn't make it God. False watchmen have deceived many people over the years with date setting of when Christ is returning and warnings of economic collapse that drove fear in the hearts of mankind. Some people have, I'm not going to call names. Some people have even written best selling books, sold millions of copies on books, predicting things that scared us half to death that never happened. It was all going to come down. I think what in 2010, I can't remember what year it was. It never happened at best. Their timing was off right? But we can, but you know what? They're millionaires now because they sold millions of books. And meanwhile, we paid all that money for a false revelation. Well, Jesus, I want a refund. <laughs> I never bought those books anyway, because something, the Lord will tell me there's perversion on that book. I go in the bookstore sometimes. I'll order a lot of books on Amazon, but I still like to go into the bookstore because I like to see my books on the shelf. It makes me feel good about myself. Praise God. It does. I always show her, come look, come look. Amen. But, so, <laughs> but sometimes I'll pick up a book and the Lord said, there's perversion on that book. You got to be careful, guys. Just because they got a famous name doesn't mean they have a right spirit. Jesus, we should not be deceived. And we learn plenty about false watchmen from this warning in Isaiah. So we're going to press into that.
At Jennifer LeClaire Ministries, our heart is to sow into the lives of people who may never otherwise hear the gospel of Christ or break out of bondage. Although we've traveled to dozens of nations in strategic missions to evangelize and equip believers, there's more work to do than we can possibly get done by ourselves. That's why JLM is partnering with ministries around the world to help them do what they do best. We're partnering with ministries in India that are transforming the lives of people with leprosy. Ministries in Africa that are bringing clean water to the masses. Global ministries taking the hope of the gospel to the ends of the earth. Messiah-centered ministries in Israel that are doing the work of Christ in the Middle East. Ministries that provide a hand of hope to hurting people in America's inner cities and the nations. When you sow into JLM, you are sowing into the work of God in the nations. Together, we're better. Will you partner with us to take the gospel to the ends of the earth, to feed hungry people, to bring hope to the addicted, and more? You can sow a seed today at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. Thank you for your partnership. Throughout scripture, God gives us end times revelation. And Jesus told us to watch and pray in relation to the end times over and over again. But how do you practically do this? What does watching and praying in the last days look like? God is raising up end times watchmen all over the world. Many are having dreams, visions, receiving prophetic words about the last of the last days. If the Holy Spirit is stirring your heart about the end times, this book is for you. In this timely book, you'll discover how to discern your calling as an end times watchman. Walk in an end times lifestyle and anointing. Prepare a generation for the Lord's return. Navigate eschatological views and apocalyptic dreams and visions. Practically watch for the true signs of the times. Deliver end times warnings with wisdom. Pray in agreement with God's end times plans. Intercede from an eternal perspective. Stand in your end times assignment and so much more. Pick up your copy of the End Times Watchman, the prophetic intercessor's guide to watching and praying through the last days on Amazon or jenniferleclair.org slash end times watchman. Thanks for listening to this equipping session from Praying the News. Remember to visit the website for the show notes at jenniferleclair.org slash prayingthenews. Be sure to give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Leave a comment, share it with your friends. I appreciate your support in helping the body of Christ pray the news.